0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Stone Genius Podcast. This is the Stone Genius. My name is Ro, and I have a very special guest in the studio today, and you all know that studio means my living room. Welcome, Kenny. Hey, Kenny, what's up? Hey, what's going on? What's what's going on? Man, so Kenny and I, we met a few years ago uh, in the photography industry. We both were in it, and that's where we met, and I am still anchored where we were doing the job that we used to do together and you're out traveling everywhere doing amazing things uh what well what did i do wrong how did i not follow you so here's my first question for you (laughs) what what are you what if someone asks what's your title what what how do you describe yourself because i think of you as a photographer but when i look at your stuff you're so much more than a photographer
1: i classify myself i classify myself as like an artist as a
0: whole, it's, it's an artist through and through. So what is, so I've known you from photography. Right. That's how we met, that's how we worked together, and that's how we've kind of interacted in that field. I know that you dance. Yeah. I know that you do video. Yeah. Um, what would, if you could only be one thing, photographer, videographer, producer, uh, th- con- uh, what would the one title that you like the most? If someone just said, hey, you can only be one thing. I know you You just want to go to artists, don't you?
1: I mean, content creator would be one, but I don't like to classify my art as solely content because I'm not making it all the time for other people to just see for right. themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to create art for my own self my own joy now is that the you know is that saying? the
0: most fun so before that's
1: the, yeah that's the most fun right there
0: so before you and i before we hit record we were just talking and you would ask why i did this and i had told you that it's really because i enjoy learning stuff i want to know because my mind works differently than others i want to know like you and i have a photography background and if i i think that if people talked photography to us they would not see a lot of difference. If they looked at what our results were, it's night and day the difference of what you are and what I do. Like like and I understand what you mean by artist because when I see your stuff, I it, it takes an artist to do that because I'm not sure that given whatever amount of time would be needed that I could come up with the things that you do. So do you, is that fun for you? Is, that, is, the, is it more fun for the content that you're creating, whether it is just for others' entertainment or whether it's a paid gig or whether it's for yourself personally? Do, do any of those give you more satisfaction than another? When
1: I'm doing, there's only one thing that actually gives me that much joy that I actually feel like it's just, I'm just in the most happiest space in my life, which is only during concerts. Like when I shoot, shows that that's the most type of you know like like the highest level of adrenaline you can get I mean you got three songs the first three songs you only get the first three songs up front right so to to shoot as much as you can and get as much different shots within that time frame and say you do have two cameras and four lenses with a bag or something or two you know two cameras strapped up right two lenses on them like that's just a lot that you have to process and also readjust based on where the artist is and the crowd and everything, taking shots of the crowd and stuff. Like there's just so many different shots you can get at that time that with all the bass in front, you got the stage. I mean, you got thousands of people just going nuts behind you. You right there in the forefront, right next to the security guards, things are going down and you just like, you can't get that when you're doing portraits or like you're doing grab right. photos you just can't get that type of adrenaline
0: so when you first started doing <clears throat> concerts i believe that was about the time that we met yeah. and you were almost like cold calling weren't you yeah. concert venue events and yeah. saying hey i'm a photographer i'd like is that how it started for you man it honestly ended up
1: being like uh shout out to um project Lang with uh you know, everything that they did. I mean, you got Austin and Jake. It really just helped me out. And them being able to put on shows and building the connections with the artists on the back level, on the back end level, like that was able to, in, in time, me knowing them and building that relationship with them and growing with them, when I picked the camera up, they would always like, hey, man, we, we, we got you. And them doing that was 95 of the reason 95% of the reason what led me to doing flyover which was my first festival. I mean that was like the first ah oh, yeah that was my first festival ever. And that was in the first time and that was in the year that I was doing my shows, like the first time actually getting shows. So on.
0: and that's one thing that I'll touch on throughout this program is the growth that I've seen in you as an artist, not mm-hmm. only as a photographer but just as an overall artist. So th- so, basically, when you started, you were more hooked up with the venues getting the venue, and then it kind of yeah. transitioned, and now the artists are the ones that want to bring you in, not even the artists, No, it's still the same. oh, it's like so still it, I still go through the venue, oh, you do still go yeah. through the venue, yeah,
1: okay. sometimes I'll get through the artists. It might be like their you know their 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 sound guy it might right. be like security or something it might be like their backup dance or whatever, like I might be able to get it in some way, but like that's not how it's been okay
0: so uh, so it's still through the venue itself do you do you have and you don't have to name them but do you have favorite venues to shoot at and ones that you just like i can't get a good shot anywhere because of the layout or whatever the case may be is there one that stands out for either being best or worse and you don't have to name it
1: um there's one mine there's one that actually i have a favorite that because i build a relationship with them to where i when i'm when I hit them up, they're pretty much like, "Oh yeah, we got you." But as far as like lighting wise, I like all of them.
0: You do okay. Yeah. So I tried. Have you ever been down to the Green Lady Lounge here in Kansas City? Yeah. So I I've tried to shoot in there before, and it's just everything's red, everything's dark. Yeah. You can't get far. I love using the 85 eighty-five one-eight, and I can't get far enough away. In a lot of those instances, I really need like a yeah. fifty millimeter. So, but I I love the atmosphere, but I just. I, I just despite the lighting, despite, the lighting it, and then with the red, it just, yeah. I mean, it's dark and red. Jeez. Can we do anything else right now? Might yeah, as like, well turn the lights out.
1: Like red just bleeds so terribly. Like I, I feel you, I can't do red light. Now if it's blue, orange, yellow, purple. Oh yeah. it's on.
0: So as, as you've grown on with concerts and I, I've, I've noticed that what have you, cause you're very confident. Like, like I am. And I don't think a lot of people understand how much for photography and videography confidence by the, the photographer is needed. Like when you see those cool photos of someone standing in the middle of traffic. Well, the photographer's also standing in the middle of traffic. And remember, they're standing in the middle of traffic. Yeah. So when I see you up on there on the stage, was there, were you ever nervous about that? Do you still get nervous? I mean, are you ever like, oh, my God, how about if I knock so-and-so off the stage and he breaks his leg or something? I mean, has that ever been or have you just been like, I got this? I mean, because that's how I see you. you. I've always known you for confidence, and that's one reason— you and people like me can get away with stuff is because we're just, it's like, we just expect this to work or happen. So is that how it was with concerts or have you grown through that process?
1: Mm, It wasn't like that at first. It started off because I was doing local shows. Now, doing all as many local shows as I did and then building that confidence up and shooting around in front of people, that built it up to where when I started doing shows, and I was actually on in front of people, like, just getting getting to that space. Yeah, it's like, all right, got
0: this. So what what were the initial, like, crowd sizes that you were doing to now?
1: Oh, we're talking about, like, man, maybe, like, 25, maybe, like, 60 people, 70 people. Right. People, like, less than 100. But then moving up to things, like, the biggest crowd I shot in front of was,
0: like, 20, 25, 30,000 people. So... Did that give you any? Did you ever? I mean, because you're you're facing forward, but did that ever? Did you ever go? Oh, there's a shit. There's a lot more people behind me than there usually are. Yeah, it, it did.
1: It, it 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 came to me because when I when I turned you know turn around, it was an amphitheater. So when you turn around and you look up and you right. see just people, and then you you see the LED, the smokes, the 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 lights going, and you just turn around and you go back to the state. It's just that whole, you know, sight that all of that
0: energy is just. Did you did you need to be able to f- perform that night at the task you were doing? Did you need to just kind of absorb that? Just kind of yeah. just kind of absorb. Okay, this is the experience. I'm gonna. I need to remember this, and then I'll get on with my job.
1: But no, not necessarily because see, for me, when I'm looking through the camera, like it's I'm the camera becomes my 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 own eye. So I start to focus like I'm the camera, which is very like robotic. It feels right. like a, like it goes like it's like some, you know, Transformer stuff. But when I'm shooting and I'm taking those shots and I'm I'm really like moving around with the artist as well, going I'm going far left to middle. I'm ducking because I'm so tall. I have to get low to get those right. up shots, you know? So I'm switching back and forth. That experience itself just is much more valuable to me and getting the shots that I see as I'm shooting. Right. I put the camera in my eye, I'm turning all left and right the whole time. So I make sure that the photos dic- you know,
0: dictate and, and, and show what actually I experienced. So do you, is there a particular shot that you like in concert, whether... It has to do with the backlighting thing. See, one of the things that I, in being more like sports oriented with photography, I like watching the response of the fan, like the big shot that goes in. Yeah, as a fan, I want to see that shot, but I'm really interested. Like if you watch golf, mm. you know, and whoever, Tiger Woods would make a putt and the people behind them look like they had just won, the, you know, their high five mm. and they're going, and those were the people that I was interested in, you know, mm. so I would, not that I was taking pictures of Tiger Wood, but I would blur him out because I was interested in the background. Do you find is there a particular type of photo in concerts that you like? Whether it's front of the stage, back of the stage, anything like that. My favorite one probably gonna have to be like the the
1: long exposure headshot. Um, typically, that comes from like the far corner, from the most part. Like right, what I, that I found. Um, that's my favorite shot. Of all on then when you talk about like crowds then I like to get photos of the crowd whether they might have a water bottle and they're just like or somebody with a lot of hair that might right. be like just sweated out or water spilled all over them and they're just going crazy like that those type of shots yeah I try to go for
0: yeah those yeah those are those are fun to I, I love doing I I like being I I don't. I don't always like the subject to know that I'm taking their photo. That's right. why I like street photography and why I've tried to kind of get into street photography, but. See me, that-
1: I try to get their attention. i try to get the artist eye contact. Like I put the camera cause I stay, I stand up like a right. short thumb. So I'll stand in a spot and have the camera in one hand, like full arm out and look at them in the eye while looking at the camera and shooting the shot. Like, I'll make sure that they see me right. see them. Like, so then...
0: Because that's what you want. That, yeah. from that You want it to look like they're staring straight. At, you're yeah. wanting them to be looking at whoever's viewing that picture. Right. Yeah. And I like to be in the crowd, too. Do you ever find that... Uh, like annoying the no. people you don't you, you you like that energy
1: that shot of getting the, the cell phones in in the foreground blurred right. out with the same shot that you just got yeah that's just something
0: that's uh you know one of my favorite pictures i've ever taken of our kids was i took it from behind my wife she was taking it on her cell phone but then so we have it from my angle and from her angle, and it's just cool to see those two angles next to each other, the original picture, and then me taking the picture of someone taking the picture. So I totally get that. Yeah. Now, I i know that you love concerts, and you say that that's the thing that really drives you, but I know you shoot a lot of models as well. Yeah. One of my questions, but you've already answered it, was going to be concerts or models. Is it because of the energy, or is it because of the when you're working with a model there may be more diva-like qualities and i'm just saying i mean you know what i mean but cuz trying to shoot someone as a photographer you want your subject to to listen to you and models don't always sometimes subjects don't always want to do that so is that one reason you prefer concerts or is it strictly the the vibe that you get
1: i like shooting models but they have to be like experienced with being in front of the camera right and knowing where their body is and how to move with the camera um people that actually like i'm saying that work with that just on that basic tip makes it so much easier for me to find my space within their movements right so then i can find the angles that work best and then i can start directing from that spot so um now, it, I also will say the locations in Kansas City has like drowned me with what I really want to do. Right. Which is why, like, you know, like now, you know, really being able to travel a little bit more, like, I'll be able to see more than what I've ever been able to. So going out on just like architectural shots, you know, right. street photography, like taking those steps and then bringing people in front of what, I, where I see and take the shots of where I want to shoot them. Like,
0: do you do that when you're driving down the street? Go, Ooh, that'd be a great place. I do that all the time. Yeah. So, and then I never use them. <laughs> I never go back to them. I tell my wife about them all the time. And then I never want to go back to them again. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to skip all the questions about models. Cause we don't care about, but I do want to ask you this one though. How much business do you have to chase? Because, the stuff that you're putting out is amazing. And I would think that people that see... Oh, and I don't even think we've given a shout-out. You want to mention your Instagram? Because that's where I follow you.
1: Yeah, Instagram's Kenny did that. And then that's so my Twitter, too. But okay. Twitter's more unhinged. but Instagram <laughs> is more, you know.
0: Now, I mean, that's what I love. I mean, like, your videos. I'll get to my other question in a minute. Your, your videos that you put out... There are so many edits, and I know that you used to do spend a lot of time editing. So I'm just amazed because I mean, either that talent is something you've developed since we worked together, or I just was not aware of it. Because what you're what you're doing, I look that and they're and they're quick edits and they're and they're they're fa- and it's you know it'd be much easier to to make the clips a little bit longer for you, but you don't. And they're very engaging and they're very entertaining. Um, so is that something that you've developed since we worked together? Yeah. So like
1: um the real making and stuff like so incorporating on the whole song, you know, doing the verse and then maybe like little bits of what the words are. Right. And adding video to it or adding the clips to it. The, right. The photo clips. That kind of started this year. So my first one I put out was in January for someone's birthday at Bridgers. And then I was like, you know, that's kind of cool. The app, you know, app is CapCut. CapCut is so easy. It's probably one of the easiest video editing apps you can use instead of using like TikTok or Instagram or Video Shop. Like, CapCut has everything. It has all the transitions. It has all the animations. You can slow down the. You can slow down each video clip. You can adjust the, the photo like the color. Right. The, you know, the, this the editing portion of it. You can add tracking to it. You can add, like, um, they have, like, 3D effects on there that you can kind of, like, mix around and whatnot. So the flexibility that the app gives you is so, you know, expansive, like, expanded. Like, it's just, it's it's a lot to work with. So over time, I'm like, this app's kind of neat. Let me see it. Let me see. Let me see what this looks like. And then I'll try something else on just, like, a little project for someone. And I start, okay, okay all right let me try this again so i just start making i would see okay these this video style is pretty cool let me try this style and i would just kind of add that and add that and just start doing videos while doing photo shoots like just doing like little clips right so i would start creating the whole you know reel with it like i went okay let me just start off right here just show the photos from this set and then move over here and take photos and let me just do a little video real quick, maybe two, three videos, start, shoe up, full body out, close up with a headshot, and then go all the way back, and then try to imitate the photos in the video. So then I can mix the photos into the video on
0: top of the song. And if someone doesn't think it takes an artist to do that, because there is so much that's going into there. And that's one reason that photography can get difficult for some people, because... There's so many moving parts. Yeah. If you really want to be a good photographer and put it on M and shoot a manual or whatever the case may be, but what you're, you're doing. And that, that's, what's amazing. And you say you've only been doing that since really the beginning of this year. Yeah. And how, might, much, how much time did you spend on that? Did it consume you for a while and that's all you were working on or has it just been, you kind of tool around with it when you tool around with it? Like a real kind of started off being like a two hour
1: process. Now it's kind of like an hour I spend like, but it's, it could also be maybe like it could also be two hours, but it depends. It all it really just depends. Like, and that's average. Cause sometimes it's very hard to find a song that goes with the, the the photos. Right. And I put myself on this super high level of, you know, expectation. So it makes it to where it makes it makes I make it hard for myself to make to put a song like that's anybody be like, just throw this one on there, dude. Like this one probably be dope. And to me, I'm like, yeah, but the last one that I put out was on this level. So right. if I put this one out, it's not gonna be at that level. And that's right. not what I've really ever done. I've always tried to go to the next level with everyone that I do. Right. So it makes it like the, the creative side, like such so because I'm so hard on myself, makes it like slightly draining to do reels. Right. But I enjoy doing reels. It's kind of like when like me in writing, like I very much so hate writing, uh-huh. but I'm really good at writing. Like if it's whether like essay or whether it's like a good like paper or a poet
0: or poem, like I'm pretty good at it. But I just don't like doing, like it. doing it. Right. And th- and that's <laughs> and that's how I mean it, it can be like that. And and I under I totally understand like. Um,
1: now, if I was to talk about reels, that's, like, from creative standpoint. I'm sorry to cut you off. No. But if it's, like, me, like, doing, like, a, a reel on my creative side, then, yes, I thoroughly enjoy doing that and probably make that in, like, 45 minutes just because, like, I may not... And with reels, I don't know what song I'm throwing on there. It's literally, like, just me find a song that makes it... Like, the beat makes sense, the amount the amount of... uh you know, bars in the verse versus the chorus, how long the song comes in for, how long, the like, the hook and uh, the chorus in the first verse is. It's really, if it's very, like, exciting, if I can listen to the song and think of it going to a reel for a club or for, like, a, a headshot or, like, a brand shoot, and I can think of the song, like, showing up, and it just makes sense, I'm like, all right, let me try this. And I do that for, like, five songs, six songs.
0: And that's what I don't think a lot of people understand <clears throat> that aren't content creators, aren't artists. And, th- and I still, I mean, I can't fully grasp that because I don't think that I would be able, that's just not how my mind processes things. And I think that sometimes people look at stuff and they see the real and they think that, Oh, that's just a song that goes with that. And that's what I think it was club Nexus was one that you had put yeah. out. Yeah. And and that was one that I, I I watched it over and I just thought it was great. I mean, it was very engaging and that's, I mean, that's good for you as an artist, but also for whoever your subject is too, that when that, that real, I was like, that's just amazing. I was trying, you know, cause there's so much to watch. And right. I, I think that's one thing that, you know, with those quick uh, cuts that, you know, it entices me to watch it over and over again. Cause I, I know I missed something last time and I, I want to catch this up or I thought I saw that. Is that what I really saw? So I, I thought that was really neat. And, and that was one of the first ones I really watched over and over that I was really, and then I think I actually asked my wife, I go, we should go to club Nexus sometime. she goes, I don't think so. <laughs> so I think it was something about me being a 55 year old white guy that she says, anything that ends in club, probably not where you need to be.
1: You no, know, it's a it's a cool it's a, now club next is like uh it's a good vibe it's a good time it's definitely for all ages I've seen I've seen all ages in in, in the club when they have events just because of the uh, type of music they play you know just like the energy that's around um, yeah it's a good it's, I, I I would suggest you guys.
0: I I will probably take you up on that. I will probably do that sometime. Now, where do you think that you are on your journey? Like, as an artist, we'll go back to your overall title as an artist. Where do you think you are on your journey? I mean, do, is there a destination on this yeah. journey? Where What's the destination? Let me
1: tell you the final thing? Yes. Like, my 10-year plan? Yes. All right. So, 10-year plan is for me to have the whole block and crossroads. It's a whole block because I know the crossroads at some point is going to go, you know, down where West Bottoms will go up. There's a lot of stuff going on in West Bottoms. Crossroads is getting quite dense. You know, people right. don't go that way. So, with that being said, there's going to be a lot of open lots, be a lot of open spaces, a lot of open buildings for lease and stuff. So, I want to get the whole block out there. I'm not going to name it exactly. I know exactly which one. And I'm thinking about it right now. It's on Oak Street. But I want to get the whole block, take everything down, put a huge facility, right? This huge facility that has everything in it from, you know, office spaces that has, you know, um, like eight, nine, maybe 20 office spaces for people that work for themselves. It'd be like barbershop, barbers, it could be nail techs, it could be makeup artists, it could be You know, tattoo artists, it could be people that have like bloggers, like, you know, magazine, or then have like two rooms, three rooms for podcasts, and then have like two conference rooms, have a huge video, like, huge video. So I'm talking about like this is huge, like, airplane garage size setup, like five, six rooms in there, all for video stuff. Then you got a huge photo studio in there, too. But then the main part, in the front would be, like, a huge store. Now, this store, Brick and Mortar, would host all the cl- all my clothes, which is who did that. I'm not going to name anything else. We're doing some trademarking right now, so
0: come back with a name soon. Yeah. I was going to say, on your name, it should be... Um, you should use an exclamation point and then also, a like, a question mark.
1: Now, you know, I was thinking that, but... I mean that that is that is the, that it, that's what it is. So I think I am probably going to start doing that because that And thank name.
0: you very much for my shirt tonight. I will be oh, wearing yeah. it proudly. So, thank you very much for that. So, um, but I let mean, me
1: let me finish up the yes. facility. I didn't finish. So, in front in the store, it also hosts um three local uh shops as well that I've, you know, picked hand picked maybe like five or something. And then on the corner, this is the whole block. We're just talking about half the block right now. The other corner of the block, probably on the far right corner, or the north east corner, to be specific, that would be the car garage. Now the car garage would be owned by like so everything in this in this whole facility first and foremost would be like uh black, indigenous people of color. Right. So I wanna really focus on like really just push, you know, with that because why not? And then um, right next to the garage would be a laundromat. Laundromat, I already know whose laundromat is going to be. It's going to be my barber's because I talked to him the other day and he told me that's what he wants to do after he gets done cutting. And I said, all right, I got you. He's like, what you mean? It's like, don't worry. This guy does know I got you. And then we start talking about names. And I was like, bro, you thought about putting like a bar in your laundromat? You know what I'm saying? People get right. drinks, kick it, listen to music, have a DJ while they're spinning, the clothes. It's a cool little time. Two and a half hours, they're getting a little litty. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like happy hour, whatever. Got some food, some tacos, whatever. Maybe have like a, a kitchen with local chefs to host their food menus for like a month so they can have their own little restaurant store. What they do. So I just want to have something to where like everybody who works for themselves has a place to work. For themselves, without right. having to pay someone else that's just taking the money and put in their pocket, because all the money that's made in the in the facility, I would literally call it the facility or like the shop or something, right? Something real simple, like who did that facility or who did that shop, right? And then all the money that or half the money would, that that's being made there would go to like nonprofits
0: all around,
1: excuse me, all around the city.
0: And for you all, because I know that this is an audio only podcast. Well, I'm watching Kenny, it's like he's literally walking through the building as he's describing it. Because when he's saying on this corner and then he changes this corner, he is literally changing his direction in his chair as he's describing it. So, I mean, I, I can tell how much you've thought this out. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have a plan for tomorrow. Although I will say as you get older, your plans for the future get shorter and shorter. Just as I always tell my wife, you know, right now, if I got a life sentence, what is that? Like five years for me? I mean, come on now. It's not like I'm 18 and a life sentence is life sentence. No. So, but it is amazing that you're already thinking about that. I mean, you already have a location picked out. You already have, and I can tell that, have you have you sketched any of this out? No,
1: so like, uh, I'm pretty much like, I, I vi- I'm a visualist. Right. So it's very hard for me to like, <clears throat> If I write the notes down, you know, like drawing, I'm just terrible at drawing. I can see the picture. Right. And I'll just continue to talk about it until it's like I actually like go there and I see it. Like I don't see what I've what I know is there. Like I see what I feel.
0: Well, you see, you have that you have that in your mind's eye that you can tell someone. And I'm kind of like that because I'm not like a good handyman, but I can visualize like, oh, I want my closet redone and I can make it look beautiful. And I could probably do it, but it would probably take a lot of time and a couple of trips to the emergency room when I could pay someone to say, here's what I want. Now you do it. And that's but with you, you, I mean, I can see as you're talking about it, I mean, you. That's why I thought maybe you had sketched it out or put it down on paper just because of the way you're talking about. I mean, I know that you visually see it it as you're talking about it.
1: My plan is to go around to all these different stores around the nation and maybe like within even, you know, international stores and just take photos inside to get an idea of exactly how I want things to be. Right. So then I can kind of, you know, collage each room, and each space the way that I want it to essentially look even like the ceiling, like I'll go all in. Like,
0: So is that, that, is that what's driving you at what you're doing now? That ultimate goal, that ultimate 10 year plan of yours? Is that, is, do you, I mean, with every job that you're doing, are you thinking about that or are they kind of just separate right now where your creative side right now is doing one thing, but that's your, your media mogul, your, your, that part is something different.
1: So I created L, the LLC officially in April. Uh huh. Right before my birthday. And then what that did, that was like, all right. My first thing was to start making merch. Right. So I was like, okay, now let me just think about what exactly I want to do, because I've talked to friends about ideas and they kind of just like shut it down, like whatever. It's nothing. So I just start thinking to myself, like, you know, all right, let me try these ones out. And I already knew exactly who I wanted to go to for wholesale. So I was like, all right, this is exactly what I want. This is exactly what I wanted to be. So I tried that out. Once I saw the shirts come back, I was like, oh, this is real. Right. Okay? And I had ordered some sweatshorts for myself and a few like just extras just to see like if anybody would even buy them. And once I brought them out and I was wearing them, people were like, oh, where can I get one? So that like showed me like, okay. Isn't that
0: dude. isn't that nice? I mean, it's kind of like a validation at that yeah. point. Yeah. And
1: I knew like I told myself when I did that, like, okay, the camera will not be able to keep me mad suffice for life. Like it's just not gonna do it. Right. Like it's just not gonna keep me to that, you know, comfortable space, like oh, I can do anything right now.
0: Cause I mean you're almost always chasing. Yeah. You're you're never in that yeah that comfortable I can just kind of cruise for a little bit. Right. It feels like you're always chasing because if you cruise, you know at some point you're going to chase. Yeah. So why don't you just chase now? Right.
1: So I, yeah, I get that. And then I just figure, like, okay, if I can just you know use the use the camera to fund the clothes, and also have you know a really solid job to really fund my just
2: travel, li-
1: my living, yeah, need, my, my living needs, then the job will take care of the travel. You know what I'm saying? Which will allow the camera to, instead of being a back end, I can create the front end for the camera while hitting these different shops. There's different things that I've, like, you know, practiced over the last two years in KC since things have reopened to actually put myself out there. Since when COVID happened, I lost all my connections for concerts for the most part because a lot of things changed. A lot of people right. that were doing shows stopped doing shows. A lot of people who were...
0: Um, That's like a total reset for you.
1: Yeah. So I did I used the time that things were closed to actually focus on studio photography and really sharpen up my skills with that because everything else was locked up. Right. So once everything reopened, I started to go towards, you know, restaurants and maybe like car shops and talking to them, like, hey, you know, you guys need any photos for your for, for content or whatever. And they didn't they didn't, but I started going to a tattoo shop and it's La Plaza um, on Southwest Boulevard, and I've been going to Royal Juan for what the, almost the last year now. And a friend of mine was getting a tattoo done, so I went over with, with him to you know while he was getting the right tattoo, and we talked and like so it's like a little thing you know barter service for service type thing. So I'll shoot for X amount of time, X amount of how much this is, and then we would just tra- trade trade right. that for a tattoo or something that, and it's just like me doing that. Getting in that in that rhythm, like, okay, like, you know, I can really network and put myself right. out there. If I do this with just clothing stores, which I've done with like, you know, just random shops around town, like, and just people that have their own own clothing line. If I do that with people that have their shop in brick or more, like, hey, you know, I'll take some photos for your website, da-da-da. Like, I love you guys' clothes. Do that, build that relationship, and then, hey, you know, oh, you have open table. You guys serve for local brands. Well, I'm a brand from Kansas City. I'm living now in Dallas, but I'm all over the place. I have my own clothes. You've seen the work that I've done for you guys. Let's work out something, you know, to where I can be on the table. So that's really my main plan for the next year and a half because since I'm moving from KC. Now officially known, it's September twenty second. That's my first day on the job out there, so I'm probably gonna be leaving that weekend. Um, probably like the
0: twenty. Man, that's a month away. Yeah, can't believe that's already next month. Yeah,
1: it's nuts. But you know,
0: so have you found a place in Dallas and everything? No, nah, I'm
1: still on the hunt. I'm still on the hunt. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of variable um, situations. Right, like I have few people I could probably live with, but with them. With uh, one, one uh, A, let's just say A, A, have they're selling their house right now, and they're in the process of closing that. So they have to either, A, find a new house to live in, the market in Dallas sucks, right. or get an apartment. Getting the apartment would disqualify me from living with them. So I have another friend. Now, B, he has um him, and he, you know what I'm saying, brings his daughter to the house. Nothing wrong with that. I just, you know, I'm saying, I don't have kids. I right. don't have wife, I don't have I don't have that. I've never, you know what I'm saying, like moving to a new town, new city like I would just more so prefer to have my own space. Right. Or be with friends who don't either have that as well. And they don't even have, you know, A doesn't even have pets. Right. B doesn't have pets either. But like
2: uh,
0: not, I
1: get it. Not trying to compare kids to pets, but the same, you know, I'm just saying like they don't have
0: I have both um, and there's one that's definitely better. <laughs> Like,
1: you know, I just I would rather just live, live, you know, solo out there and just take care of business that way. But like
0: now I heard recently I heard uh, from someone that I still work with. You used to work with and they said you shot a music video. Did you shoot a music video recently? So I've shot what like.
1: I say I shot 3 music videos in the time that I've been shooting, but I don't really consider them like I guess I can just take them. Yeah, the 3 videos, but yeah.
0: Would you would you want them to be I mean, are you proud of them? I mean, so it's they're not, your first 3 music videos. So, how was that process? Did they come to you or did you find did you say, "Hey, we should turn that song into a video?" Do you know how how did that who came to who first on the video? So the, bo- so the first time was with a close friend of
1: mine. Actually, both of them were close friends that I've known before they even were rappers, which is nuts. Because like, now that I think about it, <laughs> I'm, I'm friends with a lot of people who are artists that I knew before they were artists, and then we kind of just grew up artists together.
0: Maybe so then, that has something to do with the group of people you were hanging out with. You yeah. all had similar likes, and, and that's why you hung out together.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy now to look, look at it in retrospect. But, um, friend, yeah, we went to South by Southwest in 20, I think it was 2018, 2018 South by Southwest, 2018, yeah, so we went there, he performed, his name's No Scope, he's in uh, Atlanta right now, his music's pretty cool, so it's spelled N-O dollar sign, K O P E, dope. Okay, all right. Um, so I did a video and I didn't know what I was doing. I was shooting with a sixteen thirty five two eight on a Canon SL one. Like, but somehow they chopped up the video and made it look cool. So like, whatever. And then this past one, they came to me as well. His name's A. Uh huh. Um, he actually just put the song out. It's called No Time, and it's like it's it's a really good song.
0: No Um, Time by A'shawn? Yeah. I'll have to look.
1: A apostrophe S-E-A-N. Okay. Yeah. He's, in my opinion, he's one of my favorite Kansas City artists. One of my favorites. And to listen to on my own time. Honestly, man, his whole first album, uh, I forgot. I forgot the name, but the cover is brown. Every single song, every single song is good. And I'm talking about the level of creativity and artistic penmanship that he displayed in that whole song and the connection that he gives the artist i mean to the extent to where when he originally dropped the song or dropped the album when he originally dropped it he did a live show i was so compelled watching him i recorded that not knowing anything was going to come from that he did the same show A year later, when he, you know, took the album down and remastered and put Uh it out, he did another show. I recorded that from the same spot, and then two years later, he did another performance of the same song from the album before at a different spot, and I recorded that one. And I showed him the three, and he couldn't believe the growth that he showed. So, like, that all just goes to say, like, our friendship is what has brought us to the time we're at now so when they did do the video for his song no time they just reached out to me and was like hey kenny we would were, we we're doing a meeting you know what i'm saying like we got this we got so how
0: thing. much input do you have then on doing a music video because that's one thing i will say i put a lot of videos in my workout i work out here at the house and i will just put them on youtube and i'll have a most more like megan the stallion doja cat and I'm just, I will tell you, Freak Nasty, I always joke that I would think of you in the video Freak Nasty. <laughs> he, the guy sitting at the on his uh, couch. Yeah. And I was like, it looks like he's about to watch porn on his computer. And then it gets a knock at the door. And then he's frustrated that it's Megan the Stallion <laughs> delivering what appears to be a pizza he didn't order, and then it just and it just to me. It, I watched the whole video, and I'm just I love the song, but I'm just like watching the video. And another thing about a lot of those videos is there's a lot of mylar balloons, and I'm just wondering whether the production assistant they send out to get those, like in Freak Nasty, it says freak, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering whether production assistant when they go to like Party America, where they, they go in and go, yeah, I need a. A and E, let's go with a K, R and F. Yeah, let's go with those letters. Uh Or whether they're proud and they're like, I need freak again. They'll go, you just got freak letters last week. I Mm. need those letters again (laughs) this week. It's just funny because like so many of the videos have nothing to do with, I mean. Yeah, nothing to do with this. I'm just, and like the biggest one I have trouble with, well, there's a couple. I actually spent a whole hour and a half on the video 34, 35, 69 by Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. So the four-minute video, I unbox in an hour and a half. I literally spend like five minutes on every 10 seconds of that video. Have because you? it's such a, just so ridiculous. I'm like, I, I'm like trying to figure out. And the funny thing is, as a photographer, you may notice that at the very beginning, they must have been doing interviews. Because if you look over to the very right at the beginning of that video, you can see a chair set up with a backdrop and a box light. So like they were doing like headshots or something, and they forgot to take that out of the frame. It's to me, I thought that was funny because yeah. knowing that if you're not a photographer, you'd never even notice that was over there. Yeah. Um, so do you come up with the ideas for the, or do they say, here's the song and this is what we want to do? Um,
1: so they tell me, so like, you know, A'shaun, he, they had him and his team had a, uh, like a, just a idea of what they wanted it to be like. Okay. And then they're like, so we want, so like with this one, I don't want to put it out as what the video is. So I don't want to talk. Yet, cause I don't know if the video's out gonna be put out yet. Okay. Um, but with the one that we did before, um, it was kind of like we shot outside of the in West Bottoms, and I thought, why don't we do the video in this space, and then you know, make it black and white. And I was like, I think this would be pretty cool. Um, and I started, I did an edit to it, and I did like some video after that while we were shooting kind of like the real stuff. And um, I clipped it, and I, I they, they loved how I had made it compared to what it was originally because he had a snippet of uh, a news. Uh, it was on the news, like a news channel. They were talking about like the stuff going on in right. the city. And it cut to that, and it cut to him walking in slow motion and like three clips of him walking, just kind of give it more of a dramatic feel.
0: And it, did you, do you enjoy doing that? Yeah. Like when they come to you and they're like, Hey, we have this idea, especially if you already know the song and the artist, yeah. are you like, I've, so did you know the song previous to when they, like, Did you already heard it or it had not been released or.
1: It hadn't been released. Um, the song hasn't been released. Um, and it's just like what me and a like our relationship, like I'll go over there and kick it with him, and he'll play like two, three new songs. He's never played it for nobody. He's just like, hey bro, right. see what you think of this. So to hear the songs, and I'm like, hey, can I can I have that? And I'll just listen to it on my own time because right. I just love other, I just love artists. <laughs> right. So what I'll do is um he'll send me the song and I'll just listen to it over and over and over and over. So until when I'm recording it and we have the song playing. I'm actually like singing the song in my head while I'm recording, so it's like I'm feeling it. I do that with shows.
0: Now you as a dancer, because I know you also dance. Yeah. Does that help? Are you kind of choreographing yeah. steps, or or how I don't you know how they are you kind of choreographing that in your head as well?
1: So with dancing, that's helped me make like a, like I'm not necessarily choreographing it. But more so like I'm chore- I'm choreographing the like if I'm putting photos in the video right. or if I'm cutting something in between it, then I'm I'm thinking of based on how long that is, what other shots I may need to to fill that space with. Okay. Because like even when it comes to reels and listening to the song and thinking outside the box, okay, this bass, this this bass line is coming in right before the last word of the, of of her verse or their verse. And then it goes to a few more beats and then a few more bass and goes back to the words again. So I'll think farther out and I'll make I might make that first clip like 0.4 seconds and then the last two, like the next one's like 0.1, 0.1. Right. And I'm not gonna lie to you, when I'm editing this stuff, like I'm really like guessing. Like there's no type of like scientific thought. Like I'm just moving my thumb and just kind of like moving it, like, ah, that looks cool one mm, that looks cool like one
0: sometimes i mean that's what it is as as an artist because you have a discerning eye i mean i know that before i really got into photography i never really thought about now i can't go through a magazine without seeing someone's headshot and be like you fucking paid for that or you can tell as a professional who doesn't have professional headshots because the top of their head's cut off right you know and i'm i know i'm picking on headshots but you know, you can look and you have a more discerning eye. So I think that with with what you're doing, I mean, b- being a, you know, and you're probably like you say, you're choreographing your part, not so much their video on what you're doing, yeah. but you're thinking about they're doing their thing. Where do I need to make this look right? Because wow. that's one of the things I tell people when they're still talking about photography is, you know the more times you take pictures, the better you get. You'll you'll figure out not to take a picture in front of someone where there's a pole that looks like it's coming out of their head. Right. That you know if they move just a little or you moved a little, that would, and so I think you grow. So so I could definitely see how you're, and I have not seen a dance video from you put out in quite some time. So yeah, um,
1: I haven't just had time, and it's just like, I'm just, I've been either in a, terrible mental space to where terrible mental space to where i just don't want to do that right or i will be so tired from just every day it might be work and might be shooting editing takes a toll on me right i've been i gotta edit a lot this week i have a cool three thousand roughly roughly three thousand photos i've taken since The 29th of July. Since I've gotten back in town, like, in the last week and a half, 3,000 photos. Nuts. And I have to edit all this before next Sunday. Like, Like, five days from now or, like, 12 days from now? Five days from now. I have to get, because I don't have anything going on this weekend, nor do I have really too much going on next week, but I don't want to get, what's that, 16 days behind? Right. So, um. I still edit on the same, you know, platform. I still edit right. on my phone. So like, you know, it. I'm. I've learned, you know, how to manage it. So like, yeah. Like today and yesterday, I've gotten three projects out the way, but I still have 885 to go through from Friday. I still have like 300 to go through and edit from the 29th.
0: Now, so that people understand when they're listening to you talk about the number of photos, I think some people, and we used to do this when we used to teach classes together. God, it yeah. has been a long time. Um, that even professional photographers, it's it's a low percentage of yeah. what are really keepers. So of your 885, what percentage of that do you think you're going to roll through and be like, discard, discard, discard? Do okay. per- you think it'll be half? Do you think it'll be less than half more than half so i've done so
1: actually because like when you say that so two years ago or like yeah a year a year ago i was going through my photos and i was like okay i had like 170 160 110 but i know these full amounts was like 380 490 right. so i'm seeing that i'm taking i'm taking them up maybe like I'm really pulling to myself maybe 60, 70% of what actually has been taken. And then from that, I'll go through and edit maybe like 30 to 40% of what is left. Right. left. So out of 885, I'm really probably going to be editing like, because this was at a club keep that in perspective so i know i took a lot of different variety of shots of different people i also probably took some shots of the same people (laughs) so i'll probably end up with maybe like i say like 160 to like 180 edited yeah so. Yeah,
0: and I think a lot of people will forget that. They think that... Because I remember when we had to teach classes, like, what percent are they? like 90%. It's like, no, like one in 10.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, we're just barely better than you all. Yeah. It's just our final pictures are a lot better than you all. So yeah. with your when you're editing those, those pictures from clubs, is that, do you find a lot of people... Well, I guess two questions here. The people when you're at a club, do people see the camera and just... Uh, is it hard for you to move around? Do they want the pictures taken of them or do they know you're doing other things? Or is that where you're, you're there to take pictures of them as well?
1: So it's a mix, it's a two-way street. You, But there's also, it's one destination though, which is the shot or either you get a no. So it's like you either, some people just don't know and they're just unaware of that you actually have the camera. I don't wear a neck strap. The okay. camera's just right. in my hand. So you don't really know that I actually have a camera in my hand. Right. Just from looking at me, I just look like somebody else in the club. Right. So I have to put the camera up in my face or, like, bring it to them, like, in my hand, like I'm giving them something. And be like, shot? Like, I'll say it like you want, like, right. a drink. Like, shot. So I kind of switched it up. So I'm like, shot? You want a shot? You guys want a shot? And like you guys want a group? Like I'll just go and just ask them like directly, like interrupt everything. Like I'll see a group, see a group of people in the VIP section, and put the camera up and take a photo of one person. When I take a photo of one person, it typically allows the other people around them to be, you know, accepting of right. the photo themselves because they see their friend taking a photo. Oh, I want a photo too. Right. Oh, I want to be in the photo. So one photo can can in, easily become of one person end up being, like, a group photo of, like, 16 people. Just right. from just from them just going to the camera, going to yeah. the space.
0: I I can imagine. Now, do you meet a lot of friends that way? So, and I'm winking at them as I say that. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, nah, not really. I mean, it's just, like,
1: I meet a lot of new clients that way. I will do. say that. I meet a lot of new clients that way. Um, that's probably... The easiest way. Do
0: people carry business cards anymore? I don't even know what it's like. People anymore. ask
1: me if I have business cards. And it's like, at this point, where we are technology-wise, most people would just rather look you up on Instagram and wait for your next post. Right. And just see your story. People watch stories much more than they see your post. Just because- I've thought
0: about doing a business card for this. I actually have a picture. It would just be green. Yeah. And then it would say TSG for the Stone Genius on one side, and then whatever the contact information on the other side It'd be very basic. But I don't because people now they'll ask about the podcast and then they just immediately go into their phone and they go, OK, I'm following you. And yeah. then I'm like, OK, thanks. I mean, so I don't I mean, I feel like because I am older and for so long I you had a business card yeah. because people had to know who the fuck you were. Yeah. And that was the way you did it. And I know that's different now. But for me, I mean, I'm not even comfortable. It's not that I'm uncomfortable. I just don't like doing social media. Yeah, Like I will promote our show tomorrow because this will come out tomorrow so I'll promote our show but I mean I can I probably promote one in every 20 shows I mean I I and I want to I just don't that's just not my forte yeah I will
1: definitely say right now in the time like where social media where, where Instagram is specifically uh huh on the on the playing field with the other social media apps Instagram is the new myspace It is the unfiltered, like, LinkedIn. It is the... But LinkedIn is also a really strange, good app. But if you use LinkedIn to connect from, you know, Instagram, just to solely connect with businesses. Right. Like, just, like, not to get hired on or nothing, but just to solely connect to the business side. Right. Oh, yeah, you're in there. Because that's, like, Instagram is, like, MySpace, Facebook, and, you know... Photos, right? So you get everything with that, but it's also a business card too, because literally, like, you can kind of depending on how, um, uh, in, in, you know, I'm saying, uh, what's the word? You're uh, you're active, you're engaged,
0: right? On, your engagement. Yeah, if yeah. you're
1: engaged on the app and you're working for yourself, or you're trying to, you know, promote something that you're doing, then then. Instagram is literally the business card because people will easily just go to your page, not look at the page, literally look at the numbers. The numbers will tell them so much more than what it is even the page. And it's, it's, it's so mind backwards because there's people who have like actual businesses that do really well with no social media presence. But just to the younger eye, it's just like, Nah, I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna check it out just because, just, just because. Right. But until you actually listen, I'm like, yeah, oh, okay.
0: Well, and you know, and I have got some pushback about this because this show actually does very well. So yeah. we have a, quite a big international audience that follows us because of a group that I'm in, which I'm very appreciative of. And but it's just it, it, it's weird because. I mean, I could be even bigger. I mean, I I see how I grow and I'm always interested in what new country pops up, like listening to me, like Ethiopia popped up and I'm like, who the fucking... I mean, I literally... So I actually said, whoever's listening to me in Ethiopia, if you want to reach out to me, I'd just like to know how the fuck you found me. I mean, it's just interesting to me, but I don't do anything on social media. And people are like, if you did, you'd be even bigger. I'm like, but that's not my concern because I think like how you are as an artist that at that part where you feel the satisfaction of, I just enjoy doing this. Yeah. Uh, I had a talk with someone recently that I don't think you worked with. Uh, I think he came on board after you left our old uh, place of business. And we were talking about, he goes, well, why don't you generate more money and have more sponsor or have sponsors with your show, I go, well, I say certain things that I don't want sponsors to drop me in. He goes, well, Bill Burr gets people dropped all the time. I go, but he was a millionaire before he started this. So if someone drops him, it's not a big deal. I, so to me, this has always just been about talking to, either just talking about stuff I want to talk about if I'm not having a guest, or when I talk to someone like you, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Because it, it, it's really amazing. You, you had pointed out where... You're just realizing how many people you knew before they were artists and you grew up with them and an artist. I kind of feel that way with you. I've seen how much your photography and you as an artist has grown. And I I, I think that's amazing because I couldn't do that. I mean, and it takes a lot of things. It takes a fearlessness to just say, I'm going to do this. Um, and then also the desire to do it. Because the first part I have, I'm going to do this. I just don't have the desire to go out and do it. So that's what I think has been so fun about watching you over the last couple of years, and especially your Instagram account, is that that stuff's amazing. I'm blown away by it. So what do you got coming up before your big move in a month? You got photos to edit before Sunday. What else you got going on? So... (laughs) I got my
1: 10 year class reunion.
0: Oh, are you excited? Not excited?
1: I'm honestly like super excited to kind of go there and see these people and throw them some mess, throw some news in them, in their face that they right. just would never expect just because, like, you know, um, in high school, like, I just wasn't like, you know, active. Like, I was, I played sports, but I scored my ACL, so I wasn't really, you know, a part of school. High school activities. I right. didn't date anyone in the school. I didn't like go out with anyone in the school. I didn't go out to like have fun and like just do cool stuff with. Like I didn't do that. so right. Like I spent more time going to parties in Overland Park at that point. This was like 2000. What like, I'm not gonna give the the year that I actually graduated. But after I graduated, well, I think
0: I? if your 10 years coming up, we can do the math. Oh yeah, you right. <laughs> it is 22. I didn't graduate in
1: 2012 though. I graduated in 11. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like in 2012, because 2012 is not the same as 2011. Let's just understand. 2012 class was 2012 class, but 2011 class was the best class of all classes. And that's just what it is. And I can't really, you know, argue with anybody about it. It's the facts. I'm not anybody who writes the facts. The facts is just facts that I have to state so you understand <laughs> what facts are.
0: Exactly. Now, so the 10-year reunion, and I hear my wife out poking around she's not real happy with my tenure now we've already gone up to my 30 years so that's how long i've been out they actually have
1: 30 year reunions yeah oh that's gonna be exciting
0: oh yeah it was so at our 10 year reunion bobby was like eight months pregnant And I said I was not going to go. It was an informal, like, reunion at a bar. I said, I am not going to go. So she goes, are you sure I'll go with you? I go, I'm not going to go. I'm going to go out with my best friend instead, Mm -hmm. who was same high school, but he was a year older than me. So she leaves town, and my friend goes, hey, I can't go out till like, 11 o'clock. So I decided to go. I go, well, I'm going to go. Now my family's gone, so I'm going to. And we didn't even have a kid at that point because she was pregnant. And uh, so I go, well, Bobby's out of t- I'm going to go to the reunion. Mm. Wow. I was accused of not wanting to have my pregnant girlfriend there at the time. So that was for a long time. So I. that's why the, the last 17 years after that, I've been making, actually, no, it's been 27 years. Since that. It was my 10 year reunion. Yeah. God, it's been 37 years since high school for me.
1: So quick question. So, like, do people, you know, typically get married, to people that they went to
0: high school with? Is that, um, is, that is that is that normal? Some, there are a few that like did. When you say few, when you when you say few So we like had a class of we had a class of six hundred and eighty, I think. Okay. And I only know of like two or three couples. One of them still married. Cause see, like, I'm expecting a cool like seven to ten
1: people that's are like of couples, right? From at all
0: graduated.
1: So like, this is gonna. So be,
0: do you, do you think that or do you know that? I mean, do you I'm, do you have some? I know,
1: I know of of like a, like a like a structured five. Okay. So, I just you know, I'm really like, I'm not really. The ones to say, like, I'm looking forward because a lot of them, like, I was straightforward, like, how I was, like, just you remember, like, a dude at the dude at the work of work at the job, like, and I was just whatever, like, yeah, I was I, back in high school. I tell people, like, hey, if I didn't like you, like, I just didn't like you, and Yeah,
0: I mean, so, and I was so I was always like, I never really liked or disliked people, yeah. and so. And some of the things that people would think, well, I thought we were really good friends because I'm so open about stuff and I just talk about stuff. And they're like, oh, you I had someone tell me that I've known for years there. I didn't know we're that close. I go, what do you mean? They go, oh, all the stuff you share with me. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I mean, I do that with everyone. So but to answer your question, my 10 year. So I used to have like long wavy hair, like back to my shoulder. And then I had shaved, I had probably had my shaved, my head shaved for like three years at this point at my 10 year reunion. And so no one had seen me. So I saw a lot of people mouthing the words, is that Rodney? Mm -hmm. And then I just, I was like you, I skipped a lot of school. I was a, I was in sports, but like after basketball got done and then I didn't play baseball after my sophomore year. I pretty much skipped whatever classes I could. I just wasn't there. I didn't hang out with people. So it was kind of different. Bobby and I have gone to my 25 and 30 year. I think we went to my 20, 25 and 30 year and they were fine. We just kind of stood and did our own thing. It was, it is what it is. Okay. So, I mean, it's.
1: I'm pretty lit. I'm pretty excited, man. I'm not, I'm not dressing up. how,
0: How big was your graduating class? Like
1: 500 and some odd, like 540, 550.
0: You will be surprised at how many people in ten years did not age well.
1: Oh yeah, I'm already knowing. Wow, I'm on their face. Like we're all they—they they found me on Facebook. Okay, it's not hard. Okay, Some
0: suggested. It, yeah, you know, to know. Yeah, right there. Yeah, it's like it's only been ten years, but you know, I do think about that, and I think about if you look up Elvis Presley in 1967 and Elvis Presley in 1977 when he died, two different people. Mm. They didn't even look. So I—I I understand ten years, but. Yeah, so it did, especially as it went on. More and more people, like, I, for whatever reason, they were just. I, I, I get a lot of. The, I can see them mouthing as that yeah. Rodney. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah, a lot of them are gonna know exactly
1: who I am. I won't know who half of they were.
0: See, because- and that's one of the things about I talk about on this podcast a lot is. You and I, and you may be just a little bit taller than me, but we're basically the same. Uh, what are, what, are, uh, six five? Six eight. You're six eight? Yeah. Then you're a lot taller than me. So, but we're, see, I think six five is the perfect height because I fit in all cars, I fit in all beds. And when you get too tall, then you can't do it. But that's one mm. thing like at school, everyone knew who I was because I played sports, but I was also tall and you just stick out and like, who's that? Who's that? Yeah. So, um, which is also a curse because it's hard for people like us to disappear.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, I've been told with the camera, I'm pretty slick. Like some, you black folks don't even know that I'm there shooting. which I find. Like, Do you think it's always been that way though? it it's came because like I was a night like I was a party goer right before so I know how to kind of like just be in the space without necessarily like I'm there but I also know how to be just that tall guy that's just there yeah so if I'm shooting I can just quick shot like I don't have to focus I just hold the camera up quick flick usually have like the manual focus on there not the manual focus And
0: like, with your height I, is, I assume that you can see like oh that may be a better position for me to go shoot at yeah. or that's open right now what I don't I move over to there What I do
1: is I typically will if I see someone that I want to like take a photo of and they're doing something I feel like they're about to do something I'll walk in the in a direction to where I know that I'll get a good shot going past right. them So, I can take, I can disguise it. So, I'll take a photo of something in front, then them, two of them, and then something to the right. So, it's like I'm click, 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 and then click to the right. And so, it's like they don't really know.
0: Do you Dang. enjoy that when they when they're un, uh, unwitting subjects, yeah. where they just take it? And I think those are some of the best photos too,
1: especially when people like have their hands in the air and right. like swing or have the cup. Like, all if they put their cup in the air, if, if I see a section, they just got a bottle. Like, I'll go over there when the bottle girls have like the sparklers and stuff. Right. But then once they're done, is when the people that are in the section hold the bottle up. Typically taking photos. Right. They're typically ready for the photo, so they're typically. Pouring the drink too. That's like ideal to the club and the people that's putting the party on. They want to see that. They want the photos. I want to take the photos. So do
0: do you ever do that? Do you see like a a girl with like, you know, they're going to do bottle service and you just like, like ambulance chase, you just fall in behind her and go, what table are we going to? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: follow them or I'll go to like the, like to the bar when they're getting ready for doing it. I'll just follow them from there. Or if I'm talking to someone in the club and I see the section like getting like, just like sparklered up. Right. I'll just go over there. Like I'll just beeline straight to it in the conversation. I'm not worried about it. They know I'm working.
0: Right. So you can just disengage without really go, sorry, gotta go and not say anything more than that. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah.
1: So you're looking forward to Dallas? Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, just yeah, Dallas. But like in my mind, it's not even like I'm moving. Like I, I'm going temporarily to achieve I, your goal. Yeah. And it's not even like I'm like my mind is like I'm not I'm not leaving for work. I'm like going on an assignment. Like it's like some CIA type stuff. Like, okay, I'm just moving here. I'm based here for like, let's just say three, four years. Like, I give myself a lot of time right? to just like, in my head, I'm like, all right, four years. I got to figure this out. Two years now. So right. within that time frame, I already have like a whole plan for the next year and a half. So with a year, you know, not with if, but when a year time goes past and I get, you know, I'm off my probation period with the job after six months, and I get more flexible on my schedule. Like, you can work with this job. Like, you can work. It's so crazy. (laughs) There's somebody who lives in Hawaii. He works three weeks straight all as much as he can, lives with someone in Dallas. He works, like, so much in those three. I'm talking about double, 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 single, double, 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 like just double right. just all day, every day. And then he goes home for a month. Just goes home for a month. That'd be nice. All of it's just paid time, too, because like that's just what you can do. Right. If someone else has like just a lot of stuff going on, they can, you can trade up to 75% of your schedule. That's their policy. Right. So with that being said... I'm not trying to trade up to my schedule like that, but I'm trying to take as much hours. Right. So then a time frame comes to where I can take a whole month off, maybe like, yeah, a whole month, and just literally go and travel to five cities in 10 days, you know what I'm saying? Like just do three-day trips and just really like go with a plan, know I'm going to hit these stores up, going to talk to these people, I'm going to have merch on hand so I can actually show them. Right. If, you know, if that's the i am in you know with them but also just to scout stores like, right just to check it out like okay there's a store one store two write notes in on my notepad or whatever what, th-
0: what would be your first city you'd want to target seattle <clears throat> seattle yeah why seattle
1: i just love it there you do yeah it's just the most beautiful space
0: seattle to portland
1: oh and i love seafood yeah they have the best
0: they do and it was funny so you mentioned seafood when Bobby and I, when we got together, when we went on our honeymoon, we had been together for 16, 14 months at this point. But it was in Florida. Mm. And she was like, why are you ordering seafood? I go, what are you talking about? She goes, you never order seafood in Kansas. I go, because it's seafood in Kansas. Why would I order it in Kansas? So I totally get what you mean by there. The only thing I don't like about Seattle, I've been there once. I think it was there 10 days, never saw the sun. Yeah. And I love yeah. the sun. When did you go? Uh it was February. Yeah, you kinda like you
1: expected that one. Yeah. I went at the end of October. It was Halloween all the way to November fourth. And it was crazy how that time frame happened at the beginning of November or I think it was like daylight savings time or right? something that, that week or whatever, that weekend or that uh-huh. Sunday. And we went back an hour, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, they go back, like, two hours. So I went back three hours in time or four hours in time, whatever. So, like, the trip was 9 a.m. to 12 on paper. Right. But I watched a two-hour movie through the 10 to 11-hour time Time frame. frame. Like, I watched a two-hour movie through that time frame. It hit 10, 11 twice. So... When, when I get there and I wake up and I'm thinking it's like seven o'clock and it's three. I'm like, I got four more hours to sleep. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is lit. I guess I could edit and then take a nap. And then I got time to just. So did do you, do you
0: do much around the Seattle area when you were there? Um, I've been there one just, time. So. Just doing a, some light traveling. So when I went
1: there the first time, like I didn't really like, yeah. So, okay. Let me just say this. So, now, I'm I'm traveling with intention with the camera. Right. I'm traveling on my time. I don't have to wait on anyone. I don't have to. I can go out and finally, like, rent a car. Like right. I've never been able to do that, even though I'm post-25. Like, just some things that just held me back from not being able to do that. So now that things, all those strings that were holding me back are now cut, like, I can actually, like, do that. So
0: That's got to feel freeing as well.
1: Yeah. Like, when I'm, I remember getting off the subway in Seattle and seeing, like, the night sky, like, the sunset, like, kind of like how it is with the orange and purple. And right. stuff. Like, seeing that, but being able to do that with the camera in my hand and, like, know, like, okay, camera, GPS, like, I'm set like that. Ugh. Go drive to the beach and go get, like, a, a, a fish sandwich. Right. A fresh one and then just go to the beach. Knowing, I, knowing there's a hotel, I got my own little spot. Like, I right there, knowing that, I'm like, okay, I got, like, two more days here, and then we're going to take a little flight over to this spot and go to San Fran. Like, doing that, like, just having that type of, like, just freedom, like, I just haven't had that ever. Like, so to just do that.
0: Like- so, and that's what's amazing because your, your content is so good right now and the way that you're talking about – your near future and what you're going to be able to do just makes it even that more much more exciting about it. So, okay. Well, I need to have you back on the show um, next time something big comes up or sometime shortly after you move to Dallas. I want to get an update to how that's going, how you're settling in down there and everything. We'll keep in touch from that. So anything you want to tell the listeners before we go?
1: Um, So I've been... Heavily contemplating on having a table with Shooter Shoot clothes, like my shirts and stuff, um, and who did that shirts. I plan on putting that stuff out possibly on first Friday of September, which I believe, if my phone is it is dead, <laughs> um, it's the first Friday. I want, I'm probably going to have the table. It's just fingers crossed at Made Mob. Like, that would be top tier so um won't have any shorts shorts um or crew necks um what's your
0: most popular thing crew necks or
1: the most thing i've gotten from people that they said that they want like Uh, they have to have is my shorts shorts but the shorts are just like just so much like it's just a lot of just like it takes a lot to make them oh okay and uh, being like, just myself, just me, only one doing it. Like, I'm not doing no silent investors and none of that stuff. Right. Like, I'm literally just using the camera to, to fund it. So, it takes time. So, with that being said, like, even though my first pop up, my, I call it a pop up table on first Friday will be this next month, my first full pop up month. So, this is like two year plan. Uh huh. Last thing I'm going to say. In 2024, July, I want to take the whole month off, kind of like how I mentioned earlier. That month will probably be like my fourth month off at that point. Uh huh. To where I can take every weekend and do a pop up in about two cities per weekend. Right. So the first weekend would be in KC. Second weekend be in Austin, Dallas. Third weekend on the East Coast. Four weeks in like um, East Coast. And the last weekend again in Denver and KC. Right. Or Denver, St. Louis, KC, something like that. To where it's like, I can really have my shirts, sweatshorts, shorts, crew necks, hoodies, and beanies out. So, because everyone doesn't wear everything like right. that, like people here more so in, in Casey would wear like you know sweatpants and crew necks. They wear everything, but people in Dallas won't wear hoodies. a crew neck. Yeah, they will, oh, maybe wear a crew neck. May, when it's like 56 degree, fifty six 50, degree. Yeah, because I forget
0: about that. When I was in Florida, I'd get below seventy, I'd be freezing. Yeah, so put on the heavy stuff.
1: So like. To them, like that would be like this top tier, but they wouldn't need no hoodies and be and, you know and, and sweatpants. Right. But KC and Chicago and Detroit anywhere that's cold like that. Oh yeah. So I think that giving myself 18 months of time would just be like this. That, that's 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 this makes more sense. That's awesome. It just makes sense to me to do that.
0: Yeah. That's awesome too. Um, so Kenny, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh Instagram you. is at Kenny Yeah. So follow uh Kenny on there. Thank you all for listening to this show. I was uh, I very appreciative of Kenny coming over tonight and talking to me. I love catching up about wow. all your stuff. Your content's amazing. So thank you once again, if you guys have not already gone over there and I hope you haven't, cause you're still listening to this podcast, but go in on Instagram, follow Kenny did that. Uh, you're really like the content. It's, it's amazing. So, uh, Kenny, thanks again for being on the show to everyone else. You've been listening to The Stone Genius. My name's Roe. I'll talk to y'all later.